2: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.
4: I want to give a special housewife shout-out to Sonya Morgan. I just think she understands the assignment. I saw her in the trailer for Crappy Lake. She understands the assignment. She understands who she is. She understands what they want. And a certain group relates to her. And I just like her. Like, I like her essence. She's nuts. She's bad shit, but she leans into it and she owns it. And I like it. And I like her just being like, of course I'm going on the Ultimate Girls trip. Of course I am. I want the experience, I want the exposure, I like the free trips, I like my my side hustles. I like making some money and i I got bills to pay, and I'm a single mom, and I'm going and I'm making the most of it, and I'm throwing back pictures and I'm grateful and lucky to have this gig, and I'm not overplaying my hand and I'm not over negotiating and like I don't know, I just like the way she handles herself for the long haul in this space. That's what I have to say. she's getting my housewive's shout out. Today. Oh, this is good tea. Let's do this as good tea. Okay. So I guess Andy wrote in his book that I did a TikTok about the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls trip and legacy, and that it was sort of boring, which I did think it was boring. And they ended up canceling the legacy cast. So it must be somewhat boring because it wasn't exciting enough for them to air it. And it was just a bizarre, like two for one announcement, which is weird. And it's marketing 101. You don't announce two things at the same time unless you're like doing an industry announcement, like for the trades, it's just bizarre. It's like not great marketing. We're like, wait, are we looking over here? Are we Are looking over there? But it was a boring announcement. Doesn't mean I don't think both shows would be interesting. I just thought it was a boring announcement. So he talked about the legacy. And I said, hit me with your best shot because there is always a number. There's a number for me to go for a week on an Ultimate Girls trip, but they don't have that number. And they won't pay that number. And it's sort of just like a dance that I do. I don't even think there was, I mean, there's always a number, but they don't got it. I'm happy for Sonia and like Dorinda and the girls. But by the way, everybody trashes me after the fact. Ramona was on Jeff Lewis and he was like, oh, who would you want? And he mentioned a bunch of people, meh, meh, meh. And he goes, Bethany, meh. I have 10 texts from Ramona. Hey, would you do a podcast with us? Hey, if you're looking for someone to do your podcast, hey, can I get business events? Avery texting me, Avery inviting me, like stop texting me, asking me for favors out of one side of your mouth when on the other side of your mouth, you're going to go on Jeff Lewis and say, meh for me as the housewife. You fucking know I'm the goat. You've always begged me to go back. Take a fucking seat. Okay, take a fucking seat. But Andy, of course, on his platform, decides to write about me and talk about me on his show and ask people polarizing questions that are provocative and want them to say bad things about me but I can't say something on a TikTok. Like, no, I'm out of the Housewives, Andy. You don't get to ask me those provocative questions unless I'm hawking a book on your show that will get high ratings and also sell books for me. So it's a, it's a dance. So it's a two-way street. I'm not part of the Housewives cult anymore. I'm not hooking, spreading my legs, taking the money, and I'm not part of it anymore. So, yeah. I'm gonna do a TikTok about it, just like you're gonna talk about it on Radio Andy, in your five books, on your show, clickbait, ask a provocative question disguised as a viewer question, vetted by the producer question. So don't fucking poke a bear in the zoo. Don't fucking poke a bear in the zoo.
0: Hey girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher.
1: apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts
4: do you
3: love selena
1: like really love
3: whether you saw her live saw the movie as a kid or saw her looks all over tiktok there's no shortage of reasons to stand the queen of tejano
2: And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon.
3: We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.
4: Whoa, I just watched the OC Tamra comeback. So... You know, the one thing about Tamra I'll say is she prepares for a role. Like she realizes that this is a a genre that can get stale and expired. And I just remember so many different seasons of Tamra, like becoming a bodybuilder, like a serious competitive bodybuilder, uh, becoming very, very religious, um, opening a gym, like big, big, sweeping strokes from Tamra. And then now she got a motorcycle license, which is, it's something new. We haven't seen that. Uh, it's so dangerous. And I'm sure people are going to go crazy at her. I, I And she'll probably have a bunch of statistics about how it's not dangerous. It just, it scares the shit out of me um, as a parent. Like, I guess if you're young and- I don't know. Then you have parents. It's scary, too. I just find a motorcycle to be extremely unnecessarily risky. It's not even about you. It's about others. You're so exposed. It seems like it's for the dramatic effect, which works, but it scares the shit out of me. Like, I am uncomfortable watching that. Um, But I get it from her preparing for a role and from a financial perspective, doing The Housewives and a relevance perspective, doing The Housewives is a way to stay fresh and in the zeitgeist. And, you know, especially as we get older, it's not easy for women to find relevance. And it's a great, you know, it's a great storyline to be like, I got a motorcycle license. It's really smart, but scary to me. Um, Tamra, the T is back. And, you know, she probably she was let go. She probably feels the pressure that I can relate to to come back and like she has to make things happen. She wants to be like a badass because she's always been unafraid of drama and screaming and a lot of things that get highlighted on her former reunions or her screaming at the reunions. The truth is so that the 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 trailer with her looks a little aggressive and like she's a little hostile or angry or stressed out. I get that. Who knows what she's going through. We'll find out because sometimes you're going through something and you know, you have, you don't have a lot of patience and it's hard to keep it together when you're filming. It's something that you'd think like, why would you act like that? It's just the way that it goes on this show. Like, The game starts moving fast and maybe you had something to drink or there are cameras on or the pressure or the pressure of her feeling like she has to make a comeback and do something outlandish or the pressure of fame now because there are so many other housewives and ratings are different than they used to be. There's just so many different things. But the one thing having been away from this for so long now that jumped off the page is the stress. And as we get older, do we need this level of stress and how it affects our health and our nervous system? I know it's going to sound crazy, but after you get activated, and I get activated in my life. Like I just launched a YouTube series that, and I've been doing press on Kelly and Mark and the Today Show, and I get activated when I'm filming something. Nothing compared to when I was doing the Housewives because it was just pure toxicity and like concentrated toxins and not for something that you actually care about in your real life. Like it's manufactured drama. And what I mean by that is if Tamara in her normal life, I know she has a daughter that either didn't speak to her for a while or, you know, a divorce from from Simon or he was, they were going through financial things or stuff like that or stuff with her son or son getting married. That's real stress in your life. Like that's real stress that can cause you major stress. My health issues have caused me ma- major stress, stuff going on in my divorce, major stress in my life. The stress that the show creates from arguments with other people and then that argument perpetuates another scene and it perpetuates you talking about it off camera. Then someone talks bad about you in the media or a quote gets picked up out of context or in context. You have to live that. That's a whole area of stress that you're volunteering for. You're on The Housewives and this whole other bucket of stress you have raised your hand and gotten paid for. Like you're going to pay me to to endure unnecessary stress, stress that doesn't come with my normal life. So I'm going to go on a reunion and like fight six people that might hate me at that time and spend hours in a day and you recover for days from a reunion. Like it is so activating. It is so depleting. And the one thing that anyone who's been on a reunion can relate to is they know it affects their nervous system. Like all your dopamine, everything is like high. It's like, it happened to me when I... Was recovering from a fish uh, incident where I was on adrenaline, and your adrenaline literally keeps you high for days. It shocks your body, it depletes you. I've said before people go on anti anxiety medication on the housewives, people go on antidepressants. So you're electing to do something in your career and in your personal life that is not something that comes with your normal path of life your normal parental stressors and you, or not even your normal work stresses because I've done both I run a, a really successful intense business and I've been on the housewives for years and I know the difference so you have a, you've elected for money and relevance to endure a pocket of your life that is terrible for you and not, and no matter how many wrinkles you get, and facelifts you get, and Botox you get, and massages you get, and anti-anxiety medication you you take, and and cocktails you drink to calm down, it's just it's taking years off your life. And I remember being going through a C section, and them saying your body won't recover for like six months to a year, and you have numbness forever. I still have numbness in this one that one area now. But not for, for months and months and months do you really like recover? Your body finally sort of starts to recover. I went through a terrible, terrible, horrendous divorce that had like things that happened to me that I, I still like shudder at. Like you just you have just reflexes in your body about things that happened during that time. Those are things that are that came with my life. Not until you leave the housewives, it takes years for you to recover and realize what normalcy feels like because you leave and you're like thinking about it and wondering what's going on and you're still shell-shocked and like you still think it's sort of normal and you don't real, and you have to rinse it from your system. Go ask Yolanda. Go ask Denise. Go ask Lisa Rinna. Go ask anyone. Go ask Vicky. You have to rinse it from your system and maybe some people may think they want that hit and then go back and they realize, oh my God. And that's why when I've said it, it would be such a number to go back – I can't imagine what that number would be because it's a number to elect to have toxins and things like that in your life. And the first season back, like maybe the Tamra season back now, it feels stressful, but it's sort of like you're on a high. It takes a couple of seasons to like for really like to absorb into your pores and really be really damaging, like on a cellular level. So the one thing that I really, really took away from watching the trailer was that's something that Tamra has gone back and been paid to and elected to do. The show probably had a decline in ratings and she gives it a little jolt and she probably has fans that want her back and she did probably an Ultimate Girls Trip. And it's a price. You are making a deal with the devil because I just can't imagine the number for me to go back and feel that way. It's disgusting. And I talked recently about Andy Cohen saying what he said in his book about me talking about the Bravo announcement for Real Housewives Legacy and the new cast and how he was, I said, hit me with your best shot with a number because he said any interest and then he didn't like that and he wrote about it in his book. And, you know, that whole sphere, if you go on Watch What Happens Live, you're raising your hand to say, I know I'm coming on a gotcha show. I know I'm going to have to live a couple of weeks of getting hit in the press and beaten up But it's for the greater good of Andy's ratings and it means I'm going to get ratings too. It means whatever I'm doing is going to get promotion too. And that's fine for everyone because we know the deal and the game. So don't hate the player, hate the game. Tamara knows she went back onto the battlefield. She's a great housewife. She's entertaining. She's humorous. She plays the game. She will come in with a big storyline like riding a motorcycle. And I'm the money is probably great and the relevance. And she has a successful podcast that it will build. And I get, I get all of it. This is honestly no shade. It's just the fact of the matter is it's toxic and it's unhealthy. And so what will we do for fame and relevance and money? And there was somebody that was recently on my podcast that was saying, sometimes I feel guilty that I watch this because, you know, these are real people and it's women really fighting with each other which is why certain people won't watch so it's just a conversation about i think but at the same time people watch the housewives and lose sight of the fact that they're real people like that this is really happening and these are real arguments yes under fake circumstances because these may not be your normal friends but they're real arguments it's real stress and it's elective elective toxin it's elect it's elective stress so in no area of our life do we go for nobody who's on the housewives is not very stressed out about it at some point
0: hey girlfriends it's me carol fisher back with another season of the global number one podcast the girlfriends last time we investigated the murder of gail katz